God bless you. It is Bible study with Apostle Dr. Dawn Nicolani. Let's go ahead and get ourselves ready for Bible study. Um, get your word, your pen, your paper, and we are going to continue in our series on the topic of relationships. We have already talked about uh, what relationships are. We talked about the uh, marriage and talked about friendships last week. And today we're going to talk about workplace relationships. How are we as believers supposed to represent ourselves in relationship as it pertains to us being in our particular workplace, our jobs, our careers, the things that we um, commit ourselves to, to uh, bring in income, you know, for our households. And in order for that to occur, we have to build relationships in the places that we work so that when we go there, it will be a place where you can establish who you are, create goals, make accomplishments, but all of that has to be done within the realms of building proper relationship. So today we're going to talk about relationship as it pertains to the workplace. So let's begin in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for yet another time and opportunity that has been established for us to study your word. Father, as we go into the scriptures, we ask that you open up our minds and that you give us clarity and thought, oh God, download knowledge, oh God, upon us so that we can be able to apply the scriptures, oh God, to our lives so that we can continue to stand and keep on standing. We honor you, we bless you, and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, the word of God in 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, so whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Everything we say and do as believers, it is for the glory of God. And we have to always make sure that we are intentional about uh, proclaiming that God is God, proclaiming that all of our gifts, skills, and abilities is based on the premises of God, endowing us to be able to operate and to function and to execute things that need to be done. Work is a part of life. It's meant to be done with a positive attitude. You have, I know, I know. Some of y'all saying, what? <laughs> yes. As believers, we are supposed to go into the workplace with a positive attitude. That is so important. Uh, whatever you are dealing with, you need to make sure that you are prayed up before you get into the workplace. Because if you carry what you are dealing with into the workplace, you're going to cause for double antag antagonization upon your being. Okay, because you have to be open and ready and strengthened in your spirit to be able to stand uh, 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 according to what needs to be done in your workplace. So if your mind is set on an argument that you had before you left home, guess what? You're going to meet people in your workplace. You're going to be grumpy. You're going to have that same mentality. You're going to look at people. Oh, if we get on my nerves, he reminds me of my husband or she get on my nerves because my wife say the same thing. And she said, mm -mm, you got to be able to shake it off. You got to shake it off. Before you walk into the workplace, you got to shake it off and you need to have a positive attitude. You have to be able to be intentional, intentional about the way you handle each task. You have to treat each person at, with grace and love. Yes, you do. With grace and love, because this is how you do what? Bring glory to God. It's all about bringing glory to God. 
You have to deal with each individual that you work with, with grace and love. Somebody say grace and love. Can I see you type it in there? Say grace and love. It's so important. So these things are important. And, you know, uh, and once again, we have to let our light shine in, in our workplaces where, where we are established to perform our duties, to bring income into our household. We have to make sure that we are bringing glory to God. Colossians 3, 23 through 24. Colossians 3, 23 through 24 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. Everything that you are doing, remember, man may note it and look at it, even, oh, you're so great, you're so awesome, this, that, and the other, but make one little mistake. Remember Jesus, we're about to celebrate Palm Sunday. Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed be the name of the Lord. And within a week's time, that same group of people turned around and said, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. We have to be mindful that what we do is unto the Lord and not unto man. Because sometimes man is not going to understand us. Sometimes your scope and sequence of how you process and think things out, everybody's not going to get it. Everybody's not going to grasp it. Everybody's not going to gleam upon it. And so you have to, you, you, in, in the workplace, you cannot take things personal. You have to look and say, you know what? All right. I'm doing my work as unto the Lord. He sees what I'm doing. See, God sees what you're doing as a believer that man don't see. See, a lot of people don't understand as a believer, you're in that position or you're in that spot and you may be, you may be the person that's interceding for the people on your staff, the people in your building. You're the very one that, you know, at night, Lord, touch such and such. I saw, you know, that they were looking a little bit heavier. I saw, I heard that they were going through something with their health and you're praying, you're interceding. They don't know that. That's why you have to, once again, deal with everybody with grace and love and understand that who you are, how you're operating, you're doing it unto the Lord and not unto man. Look at the work that you have to do. It's important that you get into a routine on how you handle going into your workplace. What's your routine? You know, um, this is something that I do every morning. I anoint my head from the crown of my head and then I take the oil and anoint the, I anoint the soles of my feet. So I say, Lord, my thinking, let it be under the blood. Let it be under the leading of the Holy Spirit. Wherever I walk, let me walk in the authority, Lord. Where And if I, if, if I have to stand upon your word or if the enemy tries to come in, I will be fortified and I will walk in the authority that you have given me through Christ Jesus. That's my routine as I go into wherever I need to go. What is your routine? What is your routine? You know, uh, another thing, you know, um, that I've learned and I'm starting to get power positions. You know, you got to You got to say, OK, I can face this. God, with you, I can face all things and do your superwoman pose or do your superhero pose, whatever that may be. You might have your dukes up and say, I'm ready. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I, I, whatever your power pose is, you need to create some type of routine that will give you the energy and the motivation so that you can face your day. Look at the work in front of you, whether it's uh, uh, doing a report, whether it's tracking your materials, if you have to participate in a meeting, if you have to, uh, 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 to look at the budget, whatever it may be, make sure that you do everything with the spirit of excellence, with the spirit of excellence. Don't half step 
on anything that God has placed in your hands to do. Because once again, as a child of the most high God, you represent him and you want to represent him well. So whatever that report is, whatever that assignment is, whatever that project is, do it with the spirit of excellence. Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Matthew 22, 37 through 39 says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Demonstrate love for God at work by seeking his direction before you start every task. Thank him for the small and the big ones. You got to thank Lord. I thank you for the, the little things. I thank you for the great things. I thank you for giving me that idea. I thank you for letting me be a part. I may not have necessarily been the leader, but I was a part of the team. So I thank you for that. I thank you because, you know, maybe I, I looked at I looked at an objective and I was able to hit two out of the three targets and I did them well. But I still got that third one to work on. But I thank you that I hit those two right on the mark. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for all things great and small. Look for ways to demonstrate love to your coworkers by treating them with kindness. Uh, extend grace by providing support. Sometimes you may, you know, you, you may see somebody and it may not necessarily be your job to make the copies, but you see, you see them. They got, they done piled up on what they supposed to copy. Look, I got 15 minutes. Let me help you with your copies. Hey, look. I see that you so busy. You didn't take a lunch break. Let me go get you a sandwich. Show love, show love, show love, show support, show support. Make sure that you are extending grace. John 15, five says, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I and you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. You gotta, you gotta watch out. In the way that you, uh, I, I know that at certain points and times in our walk, we do have to make sure that we make sure that people understand what part you have played in doing certain projects. But you also have to recall, like when people start giving you, comp I don't care where I'm at. Thank God. I thank God. When people say, oh, you're awesome. Oh, you're great. Oh, ah, that's amazing. You did that. I thank God because without God, I'm nothing. I'm nothing, nothing. My, anything that I've accomplished, it was through the grace of God. God gave me the grace to do that. Always acknowledge him in your, or everything that you say and do, always make sure that you acknowledge him. Before you start the next assignment or conversation, open up your Bible. You know, we got Bibles on our iPads, tablets, our, our, our smartphones. And if you even carry your, your traditional Bible, it's nothing wrong with that. But always go to the word of God when it's time for your next assignment, when it's time for you to make a decision um, in regard in regarding your work. Read your word and look for inspiration in God's word. Sometimes you 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 may have a plan. God may download and give you the plan, but you're looking at the plan and you say, wow, the plan sounds good, but how am I going to accomplish this? Open up that word. The God, God will lead and guide you where you need to go in the scripture so that you can get the inspiration to do what you need to get done. Ask God for wisdom to solve the next problem that comes across your desk. Uh, take time. Take time to talk to God throughout your work day. Let me tell you something. Don't eliminate God just because it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and you in the workplace. Uh-uh. 
Make him a part of your plan. I'm telling you, when you make God a part of your plan, some of the things that you just come up with, you just be like, that was nobody but God. Oh, Lord, how did you help me deal with that, that, that serious conflict? How did you give me the words to say? How did you keep me, Lord, in, in, in a way where I was able to compose myself when I knew that some, nothing but the grace of God because you went into the word. You were inspired by the word. You had scriptures that you stood upon that fortified you in your character, wherein you were able to do what? Represent the kingdom of God, wherein your life gave glory to God. So make sure in everything that you do, anything that comes across your desk, any person that you have to deal with, any team that you have to work with, talk to God. Talk to God throughout the day. You don't have to sit around and say, oh, Lord, my God. And you know, Mm-mm. you can be sitting and quiet. And, you know, people always say, Lord, people try to read my face so much. And I tell people, I'll never read my face because you, you my face, sometimes I'm not, I, I'm in the, I'm in the moment. I'm in the moment, but I'm always, Lord, what's the next move? Lord, what do you want me to see? What do you want me to learn? And so sometimes my head may tilt. Sometimes my eyes may go, you know, a certain kind of way, but it's because I'm inclining myself to the spirit as I incorporate him to be in the moment with me. Get what I'm saying? Always put God there with you in your plan. And no, it's nothing wrong with that. Because the mo- like I said, the majority of the time, people don't know that you're spiritual in that way, but you are a blessing to the environment that God has placed you in. And if people don't understand that, it's usually because you're irritating their demons. And that's okay. You still got to keep your composure and allow for God to work through you the way he has designed you to be. So that you can be effective and so that your light shines bright in your workplace. Matthew 20, 26 through 28. Matthew 20, 26 through 28. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. We have to look to serve our coworkers. And I know sometimes we, we're, we're put in positions, you know, CEOs, presidents, uh, a, a team leader, supervisor, administrator. And we have these titles and we have these things. But always remember, as a believer, whatever title you have, your assignment is to serve. Sometimes, you know, you just have to bite it up because like, you know, sometimes people uh, think they can do your job better than you can. And they, sometimes they think, you know, that they want to assert their authority because they have no self-control. Or sometimes they have insecurities and sometimes they're still finding themselves. But you have to remember, you even got to serve them. You got to serve them by showing them the example, because sometimes, you know, people will um, retaliate against you because they have not yet found themselves. And it's like, you know, they see something that they may admire in you and they may have, wow, how do you do that? Or how do you get there and the other? They still have work to do. They still have work to do. They have, they still have to be able to allow for God to move in their lives for them to be settled to find their ease and their niche in life. But if you allow for every person that comes up to, against you to be combative with you, to always pull you out of character, you're always going to be stressed and strained. And that's not where God wants us to be. We serve everybody. We serve everybody that we work with. And that's the mentality that you have. All right. You want to, you know, are you, you want to, can you want to argue? <laughs> you want to fight? Go ahead. 
but I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to work with you because the bigger picture is not just this small uh, controversial issue. There's a bigger picture. There's a bigger canvas that has to be painted and the work has to get done. So don't let anyone get out of your character, make you get out of character. Remember, I still have to serve this person because I want to be great in God's kingdom. And in due time and season, God exalts you. Don't, you don't have to worry about anything. God exalts you. Let me tell you, when people come after you, people will always try to come after your seat. Never ever think that because, oh, I, you, such as the, even if you are the CEO of your own company, somebody's always going to try and come after your seat. Somebody's going to try and always feel like I got to show that, oh, I could do it better or whatever. And it's because some people are just not humble. Some people are just still have egos. And like I said, God can be working on them by showing them the example of how they need to act and behave through you. But if you're going to give in and you're going to reciprocate the same type of behavior, once again, you're going to always be combative and you're not giving the glory to God. You're not allowing for God to use you as a vessel and as a servant the way that he wants to use you. So look for ways to serve your co-workers by thinking of their needs more and your own less. Provide help with projects. Um, offer to buy a cup of coffee. Offer to be a listening ear. Uh, one thing I think is so important when you say, hey, how are you doing? We say that and it's so cliche-ish at times. But take take at least a good minute to say, no, really, how are you doing? Sometimes people don't be feeling good and we still want to bombard them or whatever. And sometimes we on our own agendas and we want to, you know, we pushing in, you know, because we on our own time schedule. We don't consider our coworkers like, hey, were you up all night with your baby? You ask, how you doing? What's the matter? I didn't get any sleep. Don't just walk away. Why you didn't get no sleep? I was up with the baby all last night. You know what? I'm going to cover you. Go in the break room. Take you a nap. What you got to do today? See, see what I'm saying? Sometimes we got to be considerate. You know, you sometimes have people that are bombarding on you. You know, you'll be in the middle of conversation instead of other. And sometimes that's hard because once again, they're not being considerate because they're in their agenda. Oh, I'm on my time schedule. I'm trying to get what I have to get done. And they're not being considerate of someone else. As a child of God, you have to have patience. You have to work with them. Excuse me. You, you know, can't you see I'm on the phone? No, we can't do that. Excuse me. Can I get back to you when I'm done with this conversation? Yeah. See, those, all of those things on how you conduct yourself. These relationships at the workplace are important. How you establish yourself as a child of God, it's very important. Where am I at? Let me get back to my notes. Okay. Uh, Matthew 5, 16. Matthew 5, 16. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. God puts in front of you today, no matter how significant, insignificant, and do whatever he puts in front of you, do it to the very best of your ability. You need to every day try to establish three things and way the Lord can use you in small tasks to bless someone. Three, Lord, how can I bless somebody today? Is it once again, bringing maybe a cup of coffee, maybe giving somebody that, you know, on uh, giving them a couple of minutes of your time. So that they can have some free time to make you take a, a nap or snooze. Being considerate. Make sure that we do these things so that once again, that when they see your good deeds, that you are glorifying God in heaven. 
That's what it's all about. We want people to connect to God. We want people to turn their hearts to God. And the way we do that is the way we behave. It's the way we behave. Genesis 2 and 2. It said, by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his follow God's example and take a full day each week for Sabbath rest. A time to focus on God and his goodness and allow him to refresh you for the next week's work. See, that's why we do Sabbath. That day is supposed to be a, a, a day just like God. We follow after our, our Heavenly Father. He rested. On that seventh day, he finished his work that he was doing and he took rest. We have to take rest. And when we rest on our Sabbath, we acknowledge God. We make sure, listen, you've been, you, we, we've been talking and we've been working. God, you've been right by my side, never leaving me nor forsaking me. Now I want to take time just to thank you, to worship you, to love on you. Take time to rest from work. Shut those phones off. Set boundaries. Let people know my work hours or my business hours are from such and such to such and such. And when you have your cutoff time, that's your cutoff time. Because if you are overworked and if you put, put position yourself where you're not healthy or you're not in the right state of mind, you're not going to be good to anyone else. That's why you need that time. So all of these things that were discussed through the scripture, somebody say through the scripture, I'm telling you, everything is in the word. Everything is in the word. All of these scriptures, as they relate to how we operate in the workplace, establishes relationships so that once again, we represent who we are as men and women of God so that others that look upon us, they will say, what must I do to get that joy, to get that calmness? That's what it truly is all about. So we seek first the kingdom of God so that all things can be added unto us. You can have peace in your workplace. Uh, the enemy, you try to come? No, mm-mm. No. And sometimes, sometimes the enemy will try to use other people to, you know, get you aggravated. And you got to just say, Mm-mm, no. And you got to say it with a smile. I saw something um, the other night. I went to a, a meeting and uh, someone got up and was really rude, really rude and pointed, you know, was pointing and was saying some derogatory things towards one of um, the leaders that was a part of the meeting. And what I learned in that meeting, the person that was being, you know, she was being derogatory and, you know, she was saying these things and the person she was pointing to and the person that she was trying to get at sat there and was comfortable in her seat and she smiled. And it wasn't a sinister smile. It was a smile to say, I'm all right and it's okay. And that's the attitude we have to take when conflict and controversy comes our way. Don't get out of character. Just smile. It's all right. And it's going to be okay. And it's not going to stop me from doing the work that I've been assigned to do. See, that's what you always got to remember. What God gave you, he assigned it to you and you must get it done. But I want you to enjoy it. The blessing of the Lord make you rich. I have no sorrow to it. In our workplaces, that's why it's important. Where you live, where you work, where you go to church, you got to make sure that those things bring you joy. 
They're supposed to bring an investment back to you. You invest your time. You invest your life. It's supposed to be a return on your investment from those things that you are taking part in. So make sure you those places think you, you got to really use wisdom and think wisely when you make choices when it comes to your home, who you marry, the place you work, where you're going to spend the majority of your time from Monday to Friday. Some of y'all from Monday through Saturday, you got to make you know, challenges are going to occur, but you want to make sure that your choice and selection, God has given you the grace to endure and to be successful. Oh, yeah. The places that God puts his children, you're going to be successful. You're going to win. Yes, you are. I don't care what people say. I don't care what it looks like. Make sure you establish yourself. Make sure you stand upon the word of God. Make sure you study that word. Make sure you pray. Make sure you cover yourself with the blood, your thoughts, and make sure... When you go amongst people, when you're working in your teams, when you're working in your groups, wherever it may be, the staff that you've been assigned to, always remember that you are there to serve. Because when you serve, once again, it's something, it, it, it's a phenomena. When you give and you give with good intention, even when people don't receive it, once again, God is noting that. God is looking at that and he's going to reward you in due time. Put your time in. Do what you have to do. Follow through and God will bless you. You will reap a great reward. I do hope you got something out of tonight's lesson. Always remember you can do the recap if you want to go over the scriptures. Once again, above the broadcast here, I have placed all of the links that you can go back on YouTube, the podcast, um, our newsletter, so that you can go back and recapture the lessons that have been taught on Thursday nights. I do pray once again that you got something out of this, that you will use what you are learning in this uh, series on relationships so that you can become more uh, uh, more uh, solid in your approach on how you deal with the people that God is placing in your lives. So until we meet or speak again, may the blessing of the Lord continue to make you rich and no sorrow to it. God bless you. Love your family.